Uh, are we recording? No. Hi. Hi. Oh wait, Craig is here. What the fuck? Hi. Why is Craig here already? Because uh, you try to catch me when I got back. You thought I wasn't gonna notice. And that's our cold open. That our cold open. Well, for the listeners, I was getting water, and Mike said, "Fuck it, let's start." And I don't know if he was gonna catch me when I got back. I don't know. Anyways, do the intro, Mike. The volcano is starting to shake. It's too dangerous. We have to go back. Wrong. We're not stopping. You felt the earthquake. We have to turn around. Ah! Who do you think you are? I'm the guy that's in charge. That's who. I don't want to have to use this, but I will. Now drive. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Into the Grid, a Power Rangers podcast as we cover Lightspeed Rescue. I'm your host, Mike. Along with me is my fellow co-host and buddy, Sean. Hey, Sean, how's it going this week? Well, it was going great until right now because Mike is trying to incriminate me. I was going to get water before we started. And when I came back, Craig was in the studio recording and Mike is probably going to cut it out, but Mike tried to incriminate me. I just popped in and he was like, oh, hey, Sean, by the way, what do you think about this, this, this? And he wanted me to say something really bad, but I didn't because I'm not a bad person. But Mike tried to get me. He tried you're, skewing, you're skewing what's going on. Jeez, I don't, don't, don't think so. I think don't. I told the complete truth. I'm being as truthful right now as I am mm. whenever we're on beyond the screen with Sarah. Yeah, and I know, oh. I, know, I, know I wasn't introduced yet, but I am 100% siding with Sean. I said some things in confidence, and uh, and uh, now I can't trust Mike ever again because of it. Yeah, yeah. In fact, oh. this episode we do have David B on, and that yeah, hi, it's, it's me is, by the way. Yes, is because um, Mike is leaving the show, <laughs> and David has graciously <laughs> said that he wants Whoa. to watch every Whoa. episode of Power. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I will gladly leave, sir. The both of you. I will gladly leave this episode. <laughs> How's it going, David? How's it going, uh, David? Well, much, much to e- to echo Sean's sentiments. It was going great <laughs> until until I was literally about to say something that I can't really say on the record. But I I, I did trust you guys. Now. Hang on a second. I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. So Gu- we're clear here. Gu- gu- guilty by association. This is your God podcast. God damn it, too. Mike. <laughs> oh, man. I like to do that stuff. Let's like to <laughs> fuck around. Uh, this great legit, start to the episode. This, hey, legit. This, if this sees a light day, I will find out where you live, Mike. I will. <laughs> I will. I will. Leave a flaming, right? I will leave a flaming <laughs> bag of poop on your porch. <laughs> That was pretty, that's pretty tame. I'd yeah. risk it. Yeah, I don't I don't sure. want to be incriminated for saying things yeah, sarcastically. Yeah. And then something he, God forbid something happens to Mike and they're like, Well, David P did say he was gonna find him and kill him. So yeah. David P did say he was gonna burn him at the stake literally like a witch. Uh, and it's weird, but that's exactly what happened to Mike. <laughs> exactly. Completely unrelated, but there was a freak stake burning incident. And David, now we have David B yeah. on the saying that david b said he was going to flail uh mike just the same way they did to jesus in the passion of the christ but uh <laughs> some twist weird turn of events that nobody could have foreseen it actually happened yes yeah, so weird so our only suspect is david b because of <laughs> yeah. that thing he said on a podcast because he confessed it yeah uh steve mike now i can never come on here and talk cool stuff with you again you're welcome you and that, like, you and that Craig. I feel really bad because I feel like we kind of hit on Mike really hard right now. But, yeah. but to be fair, you know what? Uh, I won't echo that sentiment. I don't feel bad. I feel like he deserves no. it. Okay. Because I legit, I, I legit was about to say something. I was like, wait, Craig's here. Yeah. I was. Just gonna, I'm, I'm just saying, Mike. Mike is. Mike is on the receiving end right now. But. It's well deserved. We do go after Sarah pretty hard on, uh, on yeah, on beyond the screen. So I think this is just Mike like getting a little taste of that. Uh, and I just want to say, uh, I've only interacted with Sarah maybe twice. So uh, don't don't say we go hard on her. Be I specific like about. I said we go after her. Yeah. 
So but, by, by we, you mean mostly you and Mike. Cause yeah, again, that's what I meant. Is that Mike yeah. and I usually are yeah. pretty, yeah. you know. Don't, don't let me in with your but also, little entourage of, of bullying. <laughs> David, I have all the DMs <laughs> from you. So I mean, and I'll just say I got the there's, receipts. There's nothing incriminating in said receipts. Sarah, you're a lovely individual. I meant, <laughs> she doesn't I've listen to, to the show. She doesn't <laughs> listen to this. What do you? You don't have to listen. You know what? Now she will, because someone's saying nice things about her. Sarah, you, uh, <laughs> the few times I interacted with you, you were you were very qu- kind and sweet and hilarious. Uh, I don't listen to the Bachelor podcast, but I've heard great things about it. Uh, I also don't listen to be on the screen. <laughs> Neither do I. It's alright. I mean, I edit it, so I listen to it then. But after that, I don't ever. Revisit. I just, I just don't listen to it, mostly because Mike's on it. And <laughs> wow, I don't listen to the sound of my own. Wow, wow. Um, how much do I want to keep all this in? My God, no, I don't. It's, it's so much. I'm it's so much. To... I would honestly say, uh, keep. Like start it right when I say, "Wait, Craig's here," and then Sean is like, "What? Craig's here?" That yeah. should be the opening of the show. Yeah. Everything else is fine, <laughs> including we this. Mike explaining the opening. We love yeah. Mike. It's all yeah. in good taste. Yeah. How many? Yeah. How many episodes of this have we done? This is episode forty-three, I think, of uh, the main show. Yeah. So, I mean, look, if we didn't like Mike, wouldn't be here forty-two episodes later. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah like, if I if I legit hated Mike, I wouldn't be I wouldn't on the show coming, at all. Yeah, I wouldn't keep coming back to be tortured by by the show just to hang out with you guys. I think so. you might like this episode. I think you uh, might like it. So we got a voice message, Sean. We do? Yes. Um a surprise. So so this time's not it's not by Neil this time. Neil has not sent us new voice messages. Um this time uh, our mutual friend Tyler uh hmm sent a voice message through uh, the All the Angles account on Anchor, which yeah. you should check out. Because yeah, check out that, that, that podcast does not get enough love. You All the Angles. They should check out that involves Tyler. Yeah, what? what, what? They should, first of all, they should check out Ride or Die. Yes. That Mike and Tyler do. That's all about Common Rider. And let me tell you, I guessed it on an episode, and it was yeah. real fun. Uh, yeah. You guys should also check out Trouble at the Tipton, which is Tyler and I talking about the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. And finally, it will have launched by now by the time this comes out. But you should also check out Game Over Screen, which is a new podcast on the Merc with the Wee Blog podcast feed that is Tyler, me, and my friend Brendan talking about video games. So you should check out all of those things. Because yes. Tyler's in them. Yes, he's a cool and all dude. the angles. Yes, all the angles as well. Uh, this message is all about Joel, the Green Lightspeed Rescue Ranger. Okay. So let's see what Tyler has to say about Joel in five, four, three, two, one, play. What's up, everyone's favorite and no one's favorite, Common Rider Boy Tyler here. Come to talk to you about Joel. I know you guys have your problems with Joel, but honestly, Joel's probably the best Power Ranger to ever exist. I hate Think so about it. His personality, <laughs> the way he dresses, the way this he acts. This is what he does. This is what his Tyler cool does. cool cowboy hat. This is what Tyler He's does. just the coolest guy ever. I don't know why okay. you guys hate him so much. I hate Tyler. Uh. That's all I want to say. Just know that Joel's the best. Don't mess with the cowboy. Yeehaw! <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Alright. Tyler likes to troll me. Tyler likes to fuck with me. He does it a lot. Um Joel is the worst Power Ranger to ever exist. That's not true. That's not true. I'm kidding. Um so so light speed rescue. Well, okay. Lights light speed, right? Like guys who perform aircraft stunts, right? That's kind of not light speed, but kind of. Yeah, but it's 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 speed-ish. Yes. Right? It's not light speed, but it's speed-ish, yes. right? Now explain rock climbing and and dolphin trainer at SeaWorld. Okay, okay. You guys ever seen the movie Cliffhanger with no. Sylvester Stallone? No. Well, in it, he is a rock climber who rec- okay. rescues people who have been stuck from rock climbing. Maybe Kelsey so, does do that. Maybe. 
I again, I'm just assuming I've never watched an episode till today of we Lightspeed Rescue. We haven't seen her do it yet, but maybe so, she will. May, maybe, maybe. Um, now explain the dolphin trainer. <laughs> okay, so prior to Blackfish, <laughs> uh, we we naively thought that SeaWorld was ask, actually rescuing uh, these uh, creatures, namely dolphins yes. and uh, uh, orcas, yes. killer whales, right? Yes. So so maybe when the show came out, they were like, oh, the dolphin oh. trainer, he saves dolphins. He what? rescues dolphins and whales from maybe. the treacheries of the, of the seas. Maybe he's a double agent. Ooh. No, Chad is the sweetest. Chad is a good boy. All right. He's is, really Is he though? Is he though? I, I don't know now, that he now, it, it might now, be the long con. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Now, post Blackfish. Can we say he's actually a, a I don't know. a good sweet boy? I'm going to need the listeners to chime in on this one. Mm. I don't You giving me a lot to think about. Yeah, I'm 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 calling it out. I think Chad is uh is an evil doer. Who who yeah. knows of the I mean, his uh, name in, is Chad? <laughs> yeah, there you go. His name's Chad. Yeah. A- at the very least, he's he's a uh, he's not a good guy. Yeah. At the very least, he might he might not be an evil genius, but he's just not. Yeah. I mean, I mean listener, listeners out there, have you ever met a Chad that you went, <laughs> oh man, that Chad's really cool? <laughs> Chances are, no, you have not. So, <laughs> I mean, way to alienate the Chad audience. Do you have any listeners named Chad? I don't. I don't know. And, and if you I do, I don't think so. And if you do, if there is a Chad listening, Chad, for on the off chance that Chad, you're listening, are you listening to this because you're a fan, or are you listening to this just so you can like berate us with like your other Chad friends? Your other Chad friends? Just a group of Chad. Just the gathering of Chads. Be like, guys, listen to this. <laughs> We're what is the nerds. gathering <laughs> of Chads called? Uh, a chat, <laughs> a chat of chats. <laughs> All right, introduce the episode. That's it. That's it. We're done. We we can't. Intro- what episode are we watching? <laughs> yes. Uh, today, guys. Yeah. Today, we are covering episode nine of Lightspeed Rescue, called "Go Volcanic." Mm. Uh, it originally aired April eighth, two thousand. So we are in the same month as uh, Lightspeed, where we are uh, we're just uh, three weeks ahead of it. Yeah. Uh, so same people, same writer, same director as previously, and uh, <laughs> once again, uh, Ranger Wiki doesn't have so much plot information. They so I'm going to use uh, our good friend. Uh, Ranger Central again to recap. Um, Ranger Central, great. shout out to them. I've been using them since I was very, very young. Yes, yes. Um, but Sean, uh, what do you remember from this episode? I won't lie to you. I don't remember these next two episodes left. I know they're a two-parter. I don't remember these next two episodes super well, but I remember what comes after very well, and I'm very excited for that. So <laughs> we have to get through these two episodes first, though. Yes. Um, I will tell you that uh, this one, this first part, is a Dana episode, once yes. again. Yes! Dude, Dana's uh, a badass. And this is going to be the first appearance that we get to see the big, big baddie of the show. Um, this is her debut episode, because all the bad guys Queen are talking Bishira, about her so much. Yeah, Queen Bashira is the introductory um, episode here. So, um, should be interesting. I do not remember... Anything? I do know there's a bus involved for some strange reason. Wait a second. Wait a second. I I think there's a thing in this episode that I can't wait to talk about because I think I remember watching this episode when the morphing grid did this episode. Okay. Oh, okay. there's a thing. I don't want I don't want to say it until we get to okay. it. But okay, the bus we'll just triggered me. So I think <laughs> I think something's gonna happen. Okay, thank you for that. Um Sorry, I just and that's that's totally fine. Uh let's uh let's get into it, guys. Uh it's time to go into, into the, the grid. grid. Into the grid. Into the grid. In in the grid, I too. Wait. The signal is calling our planet is falling. The danger will test you. 
And that's how white people saved America. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back from watching Go Volcanic. What is it uh, called? Go Volcanic. Go, Vol- Go Volcanic. It literally sounded like you said something else. I'm sorry. I, I, it's the thing, okay? I say it wrong sometimes. My pronunciation skills are not precise. And it sounded like you said, go... F- is it, we curse on this episode? I mean, I, I said, think we do I, all the time. I said, I said fuck before, so it doesn't uh, matter. Okay, well, good. It sounded like I said, go fuck a... You know. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, yeah. Uh, David, let's start yeah. with you. What Quick oh, thoughts. Uh, I already forgot what, what happened. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Uh, okay. Uh, I feel so bad for the listeners because every time I'm on, I'm always like, it was forgettable. I forgot it already. <laughs> no, like, legit, it was weird. Uh, the tone of it was like, at the beginning, it was like a serious tone. Then it was like a really cheesy, like terrible kind of a tone, but like terrible in like a good way, not terrible in a bad way, if that makes sense. And then mm-hmm. the and then the the gun shows up and it's like whoa yeah. and that's a serious tone, and then it and then the partners have train, so it's a silly tone again. It, it it was weird. I don't know what to make of it. I'm still processing it. And then, and then and then it was an action movie. It was ripping off Speed for a hot minute. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and, and the monster was really inconsequential. It's like. They didn't even really fight it, right? It was kind of like it shot fire at them. They shot uh, their fog machine at the monster, their fog machine gun, and the monster blew up. And then it turned into bats and got big. And so they they magically morphed into their their whatever the fuck it's called now, Megazord, Voltron, yeah. whatever. The light speed Megazord, I think. Yeah, but it was like you. It's like you pointed it out, Sean. They didn't really show them like. They didn't show them morphing. They didn't show the the transformation of the Zord. They were just in it. And then uh they they do that weird ladder kick thing and then they the sword and then it's over. And it was kind of like okay. That was it. Like the like surprisingly the majority of the episode was about like the seriousness of like I guess he was a burglar, the guy on the uh, the magic school bus guy. Yeah. I like it. I like magic school bus. It was weird. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I could say I liked it, but I don't know if I could say I hated it either. I'm just torn and confused, I, and I, I want to hug. Oh, okay. Well, I will say that this season, Lightspeed has focused a lot more on, it feels to me, the characters than the uh, like Power Rangers side, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is obviously very evident in this episode. Uh, yes. A lot less I, I focus was... on the morphed stuff. I will say that it was obviously like like an episode to highlight the Pink Ranger more than anybody. Yeah, like 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 you guys set it up as she's like a paramedic, and but she's like she's more than a paramedic. Yeah, she heals you physically, but she also wants to heal you spiritually, mentally, morally. She's a healer in every sense of the word. The Pink Ranger was what I got from that episode. Yeah, because if you if you. If you really think about it, like the one guy who's injured, she just like touches it and shakes her head. Like the bus driver yeah. has his, his yeah. shoulder injured, and they're like, "You better come take a look at this." And she's just like, mm. "Yeah, I'm a paramedic. I got this, and I'm just gonna touch it, and that's gonna fix it." Yeah, um, which it did. It. She just looked at it and went, "Yeah, I can't do shit about this." Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but she healed that guy uh, from being a, a bad. Guy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm grasping at straws here, guys. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, you want to start the recap, Mike? I was just going to say, I was, I was waiting to see how long it's going to take. But I will tell you what really, uh, in full detail, happened in this episode. Um, okay, okay. So, we had the cold open, once uh-huh. again. Uh, Dana, the Pink Ranger, is testing mm-hmm. out her new device, which measures volcanic activity. Uh, but with the Rangers on their rover, uh, she needs to hop on the bus to the volcano. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have our first appearance of Queen Bashira, uh, which is like a ghostly kind of figure. Uh, she, I will actually shout this out, she is voiced by uh, Diane Slang Sal- 
<laughs> Diane Selinger. Okay. Jesus Christ. Um Oh, she's she's the she played she played uh Simone the waitress in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Uh she was also oh. Mrs. Cobblepot in the movie Batman Returns. Oh, hey. Okay. So it's pretty cool. Um she's done other stuff, but that's the cool I mean Tim Burton related stuff. It's pretty cool. Um I think we see a little bit more in the next part of her probably. I think this is just like a uh like a uh, ghostly figure in the in the lair for the monsters. Yeah, she's like the big bad, so I assume we'll see her going forward uh for yeah. the rest of the season. Yes. Um but then Diabolico dispatches a new monster, Trifire, to heat up. Oh wow. It's I didn't know this named it, but this is uh the mountain is called Mountain Jasmine to cause it to ah, erupt. Yes. yes, I remembered hearing somebody say that. Okay, I didn't hear that. Um but yeah, Trifire comes out and it and David's like, That's King Ghidorah Yeah, <laughs> yeah. with the yeah, three heads. Because you're the not three heads. It's pretty close. I mean, and the middle one's just like the just talks, and the other two, it's like, yeah, yeah. That's what they do. The thing had three heads, but we only heard one voice the whole time. Yeah, it was just yeah. All right, sorry. Keep going. That's okay. Um, okay, so Dana's on the bus. Um, she spots a suspicious fellow guarding a bag full of cash, and. And Sean, Sean prelude this at the beginning because when I mentioned bus, he's like, and once he the um the guy pulls it out, he's like, it's a real gun, it's a real gun. Yeah, that is I yes I remembered that from uh, watching this episode when the Morphin Grid did Lightspeed Rescue and they brought up that that's a real gun on Power Rangers, an actual gun. Uh, they never mm-hmm. pointed at anybody. But yeah. they had an actual yeah. gun on Power Rangers. Yes. Um, one of the notes on the Ranger Wiki is... Inter- I got a couple notes about that. First off, it's the second time because in Power Rangers, the first time was in Wild West Rangers, which makes sense. It's cowboys, western, gotta have guns. Um, but as a result, this episode was skipped in the UK. By Fox Kids oh, due to the appearance of a realistic firearm. Huh. Um, the episode did later on air on G- GM- GMTV, uh, though, so got around to it eventually. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Uh, but yeah, the, the so the but so the shockwaves from the volcano are just making the bus toss and turn and. The guy comes out, pulls out the pistol, forces it to, to drive forward, but they're like, oh no, we gotta turn around. But he's like, you know, you gotta keep going. And uh, the thug named Steve, he tries to push Dana, but she quickly disarms him and kicks him around the bus. And a really cool fight sequence. Now, I got something for you. And I know Niels DeBub will probably tell, me, tell us about this in a future episode, but part of the Sentai footage. Uh, it's taken from three episodes. Episode 10, because Queen Bishira's debut was in episode 10 of GoGo5. Uh, episode 11, which is the fight footage and story. And the ending was actually taken from episode 12. Okay. Uh, so the outcome of the scuffle between Dana and the robber is different in the original episode. In the... Sentai footage. Um, Pink is pistol whipped. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, after being told to be quiet. So, because Dana in the bus, she's like, Captain Mitchell's trying to call in. He's sh- sh- trying to cover up the, the communicator. and But in the Sentai, he, she gets whipped. Boom. So hard with the gun. And uh, it, blood is seen from her, her lip. Um, so that was changed to having Dana fighting with the robber and knocking the gun out of the robber's hand before he is dangled for his life from the bus on the bridge. Which makes sense. I mean, you don't want to show, 
you know, some girl being pistol whipped and having blood shown. So, well, I mean, Power Rangers doesn't want to show it. Yeah, exactly. So and I think then, also it would have made it harder, like in their eyes, to uh, to to like redeem the character at the end, you know? Right. So they they kind of they kind of I disagree with that personally, but I it it I feel like that's definitely something they would have thought is like take out the pistol whip because at the end it makes it easier for like whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, like I said, the uh, the shockwaves send the bus out of control and it crashes through a railing on the bridge, teetering off the edge. And the robber somehow, like the door opens and he like falls out and he grabs onto yeah. the door, just reaching out. And then Dana's there, just like you know what, I'm gonna try to pull him up. And throughout the whole sequence, we have you know her trying to get him up to the bus, and then Captain Mitchell's just trying to, you know contact her and then the rangers show up and he's like go and we see the rangers fully morphed going after dana and the bus in the train yeah no morphing sequence again god damn it (laughs) yeah i'm okay with it this time because i enjoyed uh i i enjoyed the plot of this episode enough that mm. for me like the actual no morphing sequence that stuff i can do without as long as the plot was intriguing enough to me and i felt that this one was yeah um so joel pops out to uh lift the bus um with the magnets to put back on the bridge and okay so the team comes by and so during that whole scene, was the bus driver got injured somehow. He, it's very brief, but he, I think he hits his shoulder on a, on a piece of the bus, and he just like ah, ooh ah, and he can't drive. And so they're looking for somebody to drive the passengers to safety. And here's the thing, though, this is a, this is an error on uh, Ranger Wiki. So, and I did mention it as we were watching it, but here let me reiterate this for to question. Um, Everyone acts like you need some special skill or experience to drive a bus, but they mostly operate like standard motor vehicles. With the professional yeah, I, drivers still it, conscious, you could still easily guide any passenger to drive the bus well enough for them to get to a safe location. Mike, it's Power Rangers. <laughs> I know. I thought yeah, I thought that was just I, a weird error. It was like, yeah, anybody could drive a bus. <laughs> Yeah, but I I also think that like that's a very Power Rangers thing to do. That yeah. that 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 tracks for me is that Power Rangers would be like he's a trained professional and which you know I mean operated driving a a truck or a um something like like when I say truck I mean like a big truck like a box truck or something like a bus like it is more difficult than driving a normal vehicle. But you are right that somebody like as long as the the guy is is awake and 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 conscious and aware he could he could guide somebody else to driving it but i'll always i would i would take the person that knows how to drive it over like the person who has experience driving the bus over somebody who's never driven right. because it is there is a difference between driving mm-hmm. a big vehicle like that and the and my my small car <laughs> You know, right, exactly. Um, and a weird turn of events the robber, Steve, thug, whatever you want to call it, that um, he's like, I used to be a bus driver. What okay, so he volunteers to drive the bus and he's like, he takes his glasses off, he takes his hat off, and he puts his gun inside the bag full of cash, which we, we know that he robbed a bank somewhere. So he puts it underneath the seat, starts driving the bus, and all the rangers and Dana get off it, and then you see the bus fly by, you know, drive by. Um, then all the rangers, including Dana, who is now fully morphed, uh, fight against Trifire. They uh, they do some things. Carter counters it with a blast from his rescue blaster in extinguisher mode, just to blast the fire out of it. Uh, so they defeat the monster, 
pretty quick as usual because this is pretty much pretty much occurring thing in the show now where it's a very quickly dis- uh, destroy the monster you know as ranger form and then the monster grows and they go into the megazord yeah we're Meanwhile, definitely in like standard power rangers mode right now yeah, like this is- didn't feel like the uh, the part one of a two-parter to be honest this felt so, like a standard episode of Power Rangers. It, so what I'll clarify is that uh, the Ranger it's Wiki not technically a two-parter, but Ranger Ranger Wiki claims because when we were, as I was prepping this season for us to do, Ranger Wiki sets up episodes like arcs, and so this yeah. is a part one of a arc, um, yeah. a mini arc, as you say, um, as people say, for Queen Bashara to come back, and it. At the end, it does kind of have a, a cliffhanger-ish image at the end. That's it. Yeah. But not, not like to be continued or anything like that. It's just, Ranger Wiki sets it up like, it's a, it's a part of an arc. Make sure you know that. So. Yeah. Um, on the bus, a few fireballs from the volcano causes uh, debris everywhere. And Steve has to dodge falling rocks, saving everyone on board. Um, like I said, they do the Megazord fight, which they're already in the Megazord as it's going into it. They destroy the monster. They uh, Okay, so one of the funny moments during the sequence is that Carter's like, hey, Chad, stay your shit out with, with your water yeah. cannon. Yeah. And, it, and you see the cannon and it's, it's exterior. But we're like, that's not water. It is not water. It's it's no. white and foamy, just like the exterior fluid in the fire extinguisher. Yeah. So that line delivery did whoever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I love whoever that. Whoever wrote it, uh, Judd Lynn. Yeah, Judd. I was going to say whoever wrote it. I was thinking Judd Lynn wrote it. So yeah. Judd, why? Um, Monsters destroyed by, you know, the final attack saber, which it was like fighting fire with fire because it was a fire saber with a fire circle and with a fire monster. And in Power Rangers, you fight fire with fire sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the last scene in this, um, well, two, two, two last scenes. Um, the final like ending to the robber and Dana and everyone else on the bus, uh, they meet up with them and. It's like, yeah, thank you for saving Mariner Bay. You know, you guys rock. You rangers, you're just so cool. And Steve is like the robber. He's like, Dana's just saying, hey, you did good too. It's all and Steve's like, yeah, thanks. Uh, it's all thanks to you, actually. You uh, did some good there, and I'm thinking about stuff. All of a sudden, the cops show up. And it's like, oh, there's, some, there's, there's the resolve to this uh, <laughs> uh, him rob at a bank so they arrest him and then it just tells him well he did some good after the fact and at first i'm like are they actually gonna let the guy go and then just <laughs> take the money and just like return to the bank but no they actually take the guy arrest him to the cop car and steve's like wait wait one second he tells dana that like i'm willing to take the uh sacrifice on whatever i do but from now on thanks to you i'm gonna live my life differently <laughs> And they put him in the cop car just to go. Which, th- that whole scene was alone. It just seems... It's a good plot story, but it just seems <laughs> totally weird just how this how they cobbled this together into a story like that. It's just... It, it, the acting just feels corny and cheesy, which is on par for Power Rangers. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> um, but then the last scene of the show, which kind of teases it for the next one is that uh queen bishara is coming and there's a lot more to come from her so that's the end of the episode yeah 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 it was it was definitely not my favorite of the season uh i didn't think it was bad i thought it was a very average episode of power rangers Mm -hmm. um indeed this is like middle ground uh what did you think mike um yeah it's it's like we established power Ranger, the season alone with flight speed uh they're setting up a lot of plot heavy character driven stories and with dana again 
you know, because uh, last time we had a Dan episode, it was all about trust. And this time it's all about, you know, her, you know, just defending herself against a robber and then actually reflecting help and kindness to another person by helping him out. It it shows true character for Dana, which is um, shown to be pretty cool in the long run. So I don't mind it. All right, uh, David. Do you have any last words before we collect data that you want to talk, say with the episode? Hi. Yes, I am here still. <laughs> Hi. You got anything you want to say about the episode? Uh, I was here for it. And uh, uh, have you thought about it since I recapped it? Yeah, I don't like this episode at all. Oh. Okay. Ooh. What? What specifically about it? Uh, everything. The switch, <laughs> this, the switch in tones. I got, I got no morphing whatsoever. Like, uh-huh. no, no morphing into the suits. No morphing into the Zords. Just nothing. Yeah. People just were. Uh, I didn't really get any fight sequences either. The Red Ranger went flying through the air, and then, um, and then they sprayed the monster with their fog machine gun, <laughs> and then. When there were giant monsters in the Megazord, all they did was spray it with their uh, quote-unquote water. It wasn't water; it was foam. <laughs> and uh, and like the storyline with like the Pink Ranger was, I, I have to I have to constantly remind myself this was like an action show for kids. Yeah, I have to constantly remind myself like, okay, like they're trying to make it entertaining for kids, it's not meant to be like highbrow entertainment and stuff. But um, yeah, like the only like okay aspect I would say is like. Dana the Pink Ranger like trying to save a life literally mm-hmm. but like yeah. in like a, 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 a figurative sort of sense but everything else about it was just kind of like like yeah like I, I think I mentioned like when we were watching it it was like it was only like a 20 minute 22 minute episode but I was like okay I'm over it it needs to end like <laughs> there's there's yeah there's I think if I was a kid and I was watching this, I'd be slightly bored by it because it's just it's just a lot of them on the bus and shaky cam and fake rocks falling around the bus. There's not really Yeah, I like, can see that. There's not really like Power Rangers for except for like the last five, eight minutes total. Yeah. Of them actually doing stuff. Cause even like in the early episode where it's like they show the Power Rangers, they're just sitting in their train. They're not doing anything. And yeah. and then they come on the bus and even on the bus, they don't do anything. They're just there in the background. So, which is kind of weird. It's a weird. It's kind of weird to look at them in yeah. the background of the shot when like normal things are going on. Yeah. So like, yeah, and it, it like honestly speaking, like not trying to be facetious, like legit, like I, the show's not for me. Clearly, like that being said, if I was thinking of this as a kid, like when like when the first like Power Ranger season came out with the original five, like Kimberly uh-huh. and all of them, mm-hmm. like what I liked a lot about it were the episodes where the rangers were legit rangers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like the episodes I didn't like was when the rangers were teenagers in high school. Like as a kid, yeah, I just didn't enough. care. I just didn't care. I was like, that's not what I watch Power Rangers for. Okay. It's like it's like when you watch Dragon Ball Z and you just want to watch them fight. You want to watch the big villain. Yeah. yeah. But but there's like these weird episodes where like Goku goes eating to a buffet or some bullshit like that. And it's just like, yeah. okay, I don't care about this. Like let's get Let's get to the next big bad guy. You know what I mean? But so I it 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 kind of does feel like a filler episode to kind of set up the second episode. But even then, doesn't really set up the second episode. It just more leaves on a cliffhanger. Like next week's villain is this guy. Like, who is he? And that's really it. Doesn't really uh-huh. do anything in terms of like getting me excited for the next episode. And if I was like a kid watching this, I'd be like, all right, I guess I'll wait till next week for something cool to happen. So. Those are my legit serious thoughts. But I, I was here for the episode. Listener that is listening. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, if you're listening to this, I'm still here, Chad. <laughs> yes. Chad right. Chads. Let's, Let's get some data. data. Uh so best moment of the episode, Mike. Uh that's a I good will... question, Sean. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Actually, Sean, that is a good question. 
has to be like a Dana moment, to be honest. For me, I will admit the best moment of this episode was when Dana disarmed the robber and kicked his living ass around the bus. The civilian okay. fight. Okay, yeah, the, the, the civilian fight. Uh, David, what do you think was the best moment of the, uh, of the episode? <sighs> Probably when uh, the villain takes off his beanie to signify that he's no longer a criminal, he's a bus driver. <laughs> This, the the the, the symbol is uh transformation. Yeah, uh, literally, he went from wearing a yeah. beanie as a criminal to being a bus driver who's no longer wearing a beanie. So I yeah. guess I I guess that the symbolism of that bit is weird because he also takes off the glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, this, he was wearing sunglasses. That's right. And he also takes it off, and that's like I'm a human being now. But then, like <laughs> the weird the weird thing about it is like he picks up his gun and puts it in his bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like I might need this later. <laughs> no, and, no. Like, and no one's like, hang on, sh- nobody's like, should we grab that while he's yeah, driving? Especially like, the Power Rangers that just look at it like, shouldn't we take that gun away from him just in case? They're just like, let him keep it. He bought it with his harder money. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, it was weird, man. I don't know. I didn't like it. Yeah, that's my official stance. I didn't like it. Okay. Uh, my best moment is probably... <sighs> This is tough. <laughs> I I really like uh good people. And uh, I feel like Dana was being a good person in this. Mm-hmm. And so I, I did like Dana kind of sticking up for the for the uh criminal as he was being taken away at the end. Like her being like, hey, look, whatever he did, like he also helped us here. Like you save people's lives here, and that should be taken into account. Um, so I I really appreciated that moment. Uh, I don't remember what the criminal's name was, but he had one. Steve. Um, it was Steve. Thank you. Uh, I was about to ask you, who is the MVP of the episode, Mike? Dana. Yeah. Yeah, uh, easily, easily Dana. That's easy. Uh, and then what would you give this out of five, Mike? I'm giving this episode. Give it a four. Okay. Wow. That's wow. Cool. Okay, that David, go for it. No, I would not give it a four. I would give that meta episode you guys made me come on like a four. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that, that at least was freaking clever in some way. I would give it like a one and a half. Okay. Fair enough. Um, the one and a half is is mostly. It's legitimately mostly based on like if I was a kid, would I enjoy this? And yeah. as an as an adult, I can appreciate that the good person Dana storyline, which is the one and a half. Yeah. But as a kid, I would have been bored out of my mind because nothing that's happens. Fucking that's yeah. fair. Um, yeah. I'm probably gonna give it a two point five. Uh, mostly because it's a very average episode of Power Rangers, and the only thing that's really holding it up is that the Dana storyline. Mm-hmm. Everything else is like. David said, like, there's no real cool fights. Uh, we get the oh. one civilian fight, which is cool, but that's it. Uh, the Zord fight is very... I, it's always I, by the numbers. Totally. I totally based it on Dana's uh, like character development in this as a whole. Yep. I only took, like, five points off, or one point off, because of the, no, it's very I, basic. I get that. Like, I get that. I just feel like... Yeah, I feel like when fun. we talk about a um, generic episode of Power Rangers, this mm-hmm. is kind of what we're talking about. Yeah, is, and, and is, every, is this everyone rates based on their own? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Bias, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like again, I'm, I'm, I'm rating it coming from like, if I was a kid, what would my? Because this is made for kids. Let's be honest. This is, this is Saturday yeah. morning cartoons, but it's just yep. episode of real life. So if I was a kid, like, like, like you, you mentioned the fight on the bus, and I completely forgot about it because the whole time in my head i'm just like okay eventually the power yeah like okay that was decent as like a civilian fight but then the power rangers like it's supposed to be like the epic fight of the episode but like they never i don't even think they ever actually like do they even like touch the monster at all like no right it's all like the monster fires fire at them and then they shoot their weapons at them but it's like no real actual contact as far as i can remember so um, when they're actually like on the ground, not when they're like big monsters and stuff. 
even then you don't see actual real contact when they're when yeah, they're I honestly can't remember. I've forget, yeah. I've forgotten the ground fight. <laughs> like yeah, so. so no, they actually used a lot of their guns against the monster. There was maybe one little piece of contact that which caused Carter to fly a bit with the flame. But I even then, that's... but even then, I feel like it was like it was like cutscene trickery, like like cuts. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Where well, it wasn't actually like American footage and the Sentai footage. At least with the yeah, at least with like the civilian fight that did actually show you like oh they're legit fighting like like Dana yeah. does kind of block a couple of kicks, she does like kind of kick him and he kind of kicks her and they fall within the seat. So yeah, I mean all right, like what all right one point five like a one point eight at the most. I wouldn't give it a two though. It was, it was yeah, it was mostly forgettable in my opinion. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's the episode, Mike. That is the episode indeed. Thank you for listening to this episode of Into the Grid. Sean, where can people find you? You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. You guys can also check out Mike and I on the Merc of the Movie Blog podcast feed. That's at Movie Blog Merc on Twitter, where we do be on the screen which is our little show where we talk about whatever we want to talk about. And I do other stuff on there as well. I do a Harry Potter podcast called Through the Port Key. I do a video game podcast now that's about to start called Game Over Screen. And also Tyler and I do Trouble at the Tipton, which is at Trouble at Tipton on Twitter. And that is where we talk about the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Sweet, sweet. Uh, David, where can people find you? Uh, Please don't find me. Uh, I want to be left alone. And uh, I like my privacy. So, um, <laughs> you can find that's stupid. You can find me on social media at David B Music Twenty One. That's David B Music, the number twenty one, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I did a couple of podcasts these couple of last weeks. Uh, I was recently on a podcast called uh, Schmodown Backstage on the SCN Network, uh, where I talked a little bit about the music I created for the Schmodown. If you haven't checked that out, please go check it out. Uh, just because it was a lot of fun. I've also been on. I've been on this podcast numerous times and I'll probably be on again just because I love hanging out with these guys. Like we joke and just, but these are, these are good people. They're funny and they're insightful, even though they make me watch some of the lamest <laughs> shit I've ever seen in my life. Wait, um, hang on a second. We watched Batman and Robin. It's not out yet, but we watched it. So like, I was about yes. to mention, we've done a couple of movie commentaries that we're waiting for somebody here to edit and post. <laughs> Hey! Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh. Hey, two of the four that we've done are up, or have we done three? We've done three. Three? Three? Okay, so two of the three that we've done are up. Yeah. Yeah. And I, the, legit, the Batman it's, Robin was probably the most fun I've had in a long time. Dude, was that was so a good. lot. That was great. It's a process, folks. This this commentary is very, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's a process of going through it, but it'll come I'm, out soon. We really give Mike. Excited. This is this is specifically the shit on Mike uh, pod, uh podcast episode. Next time it'll be all my anger will be towards Sean, and then eventually it'll be towards oh, no. myself. So <laughs> comes full circle. Uh yeah, uh I was on uh, uh Rachel Servistrini's podcast, uh Movies, Music, and Mayhem. Go check that out. I talk a lot with Rachel about uh music, the creative process, uh my upbringings and blah 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 blah. just a lot of cool stuff i have some other stuff in the works personal projects that i'm kind of working on uh uh i don't know if i should mention it yet because not solidified but uh i'll gladly come back on and watch another horrible episode just to plug my shit once that's all said and done but um yeah for right now yeah check out my podcast david b music and then uh go uh tell me on twitter how wrong i am about everything i just said today so yeah, you know what? Don't be too mean to David. David's a good guy. <laughs> David's good. He's we good. like David. We like having him on. Eh. Uh, I would hope, I would hope that our audience um, would not go after you just because you didn't, you don't, you're not the ma- most massive Power Rangers fan. I we would have fun I, with you, and that is, uh, that's important. I have fun with you guys too, and also I would hope the audience would come after you guys and be like, "Why do you keep inviting this hater?" Yeah, on I show? honestly, I don't <laughs> know I'm why. still waiting for that. I'm still waiting I'm, for that. I'm waiting for somebody to be like, "Why do you guys keep inviting people that don't like the show on the show?" And it's because we don't know anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. We love having David on. Yes, David is the best. Yeah, but and we I, love torturing him. Part of it is that I want to torture David a little. Bit. I mean, it's fun, right? It's fun putting me through this. I get it. That's why I yeah. keep coming back because I, I know I'm going to have a miserable time, but it'll probably make good content. Like, I'm not an idiot. 
I know what's up. <laughs> uh, yes, you can uh, follow me on social media at Mike Mixtape, Mike M I X T A P E on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, like on top, uh, Sean told about Ride or Die, which is a Common Writer podcast where Tyler and I cover Common Writer W. I am uh, in the process. It's been a long process, but I'm in the process of making my own podcast network. It's coming out next month, or this month, I should say, in May. So I will let you know on the details. I have a few new podcasts I'm working on with people, and it's just been taking up a lot of my time. And hope you guys check it out when I do announce it fully. And yeah. I'm going to plug really quick. because all the shows aren't done. Are, eh, all the shows are. It was done by at my name is Sean on Twitter. That is at my name is Sean S H A U N N N on Twitter. You guys can follow Sean on social media for all things design and nerd related. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. My name is Sean S H A U N N N. Yes, definitely check him out. He's such a cool guy. Such a big. Uh, just damn. I just love the graphics so damn much. The green is just. Yeah, he did a fantastic odd. job on point and just love the design god people are so creative so creative so much more creative than i am (laughs) with graphics i could never make those graphics i am such a cheapo when it comes to graphics i will say that uh tyler is also very good with graphics yes Um, i will mention that if you go to ride or die which uh i did not say where you can find it but uh if you you want to listen to if you want to listen to Ride or Die, it's at anchor.fm forward slash rider hyphen die uh, because that's where you want to listen to it. Uh, your favorite podcast platforms will be there as well. Tyler did do the art for that podcast. Uh, the logo looks pretty nice. And if you go on Twitter at Ride or Die Podcast, uh, you can see the same of Tyler's work there. Uh, he tweets a lot there, and it's just so much fun with Tyler as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And thanks for listening. And we will see you next time with Morph again. Wait, wait. Uh, we didn't do any. We didn't do any puns this episode. Shit! I mean, fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs>